So, uh, Alex, uh, how long into Troll 2 before you realized that Nilbog was Goblin spelled backwards? Ugh, uh, you know, honestly, it was when the kid fucking said it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it makes it's, it makes sense for a troll movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, clearly. I don't. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. That's a weak intro. But um, yeah, I'm Jackson. This and is I'm- Bored and Annoyed. <laughs> I'm home with the movies. Yep. And this week we are discussing the cult classic uh, Troll 2. Mm. With no trolls. Yeah. Now troll free. Not. It's not. A, there's no trolls in Troll 2. Yep. That's important. Wrap your head around that. I want to start the episode, though, uh, by giving a little rest in peace to a, a actor who, for one role, I really love and think he's fucking great. And he passed away. Okay. Uh, his name's Joe Pilato, and he played Captain Rhodes in uh, Day of the Dead, the third of the Romero oh. Dead trilogy. And he was kind of this, you know... Uh, fucking lunatic. They were like in a in a uh, underground military base, and he was like the lunatic military guy who was the anti scientist guy who's trying mm. to like figure out nice ways to deal with this, and whatever. Right, right. But he was fucking fantastic. Um, but yeah, he was great. So rest in peace, Joe Pilato. Heard he was a really nice guy too. So that's sad. Seventy years old. Mm. Seventy years young. Uh, isn't it weird when you hear people die at like 70 and you're like, oh, I'm like halfway through halfway there now. Like, it's just kind of not to depress everyone. Yeah, let's not think about that. <laughs> I thought this was a podcast about movies, not my own fucking yeah, impending mortality. Little, you know, it's a little depressing. But news. 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 Let's do the news. Sexually. I'm bringing up the news right now. That's our new news song. Let's do the news sexually uh yeah so we've got some good news some great news actually i would say okay us opened to 70 million partly because i was right it beat get out so it, oh oh you okay so this is like From an the, arrogant a, a pat on the black back a pat on the black <laughs> <laughs> pat on the back uh, jordan peele <laughs> Black, black on the brain. Yeah, that was, yeah, right. Okay, I'm not going to continue that one, but it was funny and it was accidental, so we're keeping it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's it's great. Uh, it's great. Um, I'm loving that this movie is doing well. Uh, R-rated $70 million movie? Yep. Um, Wasn't it like the highest, like, original? Second highest behind Avatar. Okay. So That's not original at all. No, it's not. But, Damn it. But technically, um, yeah, so that's that's great. That's great. That is news. great. Uh, yeah, got some other news. Uh, we got a Dark Tower series coming. Yes, to Amazon. Had no clue. This just happened. It's <laughs> so like, oh, great. they've cast whatever in yeah. the in the the dark. Oh, by the way, Dark Tower series. Yeah, remember by, that yeah. movie that sucked. We're yeah. still gonna do a series. Yeah, but it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna be tied to. No, hopefully it's the books. Really pumped for this. Yes. This that, is this is something to get excited for. Get your prime memberships now because it's gonna be something to watch if it's uh if it's good. Yeah. Uh Stephen King is just I mean, taking over the world or what? Yeah, I, what I are hear, we getting the shared universe? Is this it? I heard that there was a critters show. Maybe that's the beginning of it. Oh my god. 
Yeah, there's a Critters show. Okay. We'll get into well, that. Are we that wasn't get into Stephen that? King, though. <laughs> I don't think. Oh, that wasn't Stephen? No. no. Okay, no. No, I'm, I'm no thinking please don't okay. attach him to Critters. The, well, you know, maybe. Oh, my God. I forgot. Maybe he was I a ghostwriter on that. Actually, I'm glad we're going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> it's fitting. Troll 2, Critters, they fit. Oh, my same, God. Uh, same ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know who Avia Rod is, right? Uh, he is, was he in Rogue One? No. I'm thinking <laughs> he's, the, a, he's a producer okay. for all the Spider-Man movies who works uh, for Sony. All right. Uh, dude's kind of a douche. Okay. Uh, he, he's all butthurt basically saying he, he just kind of doubled down basically on the whole, like I came up with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and okay. yeah, he just had some butthurt comments. I just thought I'd throw it out there because fuck Avi Arad. He's really? A, he's just, a, this he's guy's just a super douche. Huh? He's just kind of a douche. Yeah. He's was, very... he, was he behind the amazing Spider-Man movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And he's talking shit? Yeah. He's saying that he put together like the whole deal for the cinematic universe and it was all his idea. And then he said like everybody at that studio, like Marvel, when it started, everybody wanted to make movies. So everybody had ideas. And it's like. Do you not understand this is like a good problem to have? Yes. Like, oh, I'm sorry that you have people who are passionate about their jobs and want to make movies in a movie field. Makes sense to be a douche about this. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Just a, it was just, it's partially my podcast and I'm taking this opportunity to put it out call there. Call him a douche. Let's call him a douche. All right. It's out there. Perfect. It's in the universe. Uh, yeah. Let's see what else. Oh, Zack Snyder had some comments. Oh, my God. This is hilarious to me. He went on a rant about Batman because everybody was all upset because Batman kills people. And I'm one of those people who's like, okay, it's his take on the character. Batman kills people. Whatever. Right. But his logic behind it. Do you have a quote? Well, yes, I do, Jackson. I do have a quote. Of course you do. (laughs) Uh, So he said, someone says to me, Ben Affleck's Batman killed the guy. I'm like. Fuck, really? Wake the fuck up. I guess that's what I'm saying. Once you've lost your virginity to this fucking movie, and then you come to me and say something like, my superhero wouldn't do that. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, down the fucking road on that. It's a cool point of view to be like, my heroes are still innocent. My heroes didn't fucking lie to America. My heroes didn't embezzle money from their corporations. My heroes didn't commit any atrocities. That's cool, but you're living in a fucking dream world. It's like, what do you think comics are, Mr. (laughs) Snyder? Well, and you didn't, he said something about Watchmen too, didn't he? Like he, he tried to say like, he tried to bring up Watchmen as a comparison of like, you know, that's the real superhero. That's what I wanted to make. And to me, that just points out how fundamentally flawed they were to give him that job because his first, his kickoff movie was man of steel Yeah, and man of steel or Superman and Watchmen are polar opposite things. Right. Watchmen doesn't work in Watchmen. That's the point. Is the deconstruction of the superhero genre. You can't you don't get to Watchmen without Superman, without Batman, without the nostalgia, without the dream world. And if he was going to make the DC universe, hey, what if superheroes were realistic? Then if that that was his goal, then he should that should have been what they told everyone this was going to be. And he shouldn't they DC shouldn't have like 
put went all in on this. See, a more interesting version is because you have to be faithful to the comics. Superman does not kill. And Superman is somebody that can get away with not killing. Yeah, he is true, so true. powerful that he can do that. Batman would struggle mightily to not end up accidentally killing somebody. Well, and you could even and say Superman, like that could be a whole thing is like he's so powerful. He doesn't like if he kills someone on accident. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, you know, there, there, it's just it's that's something that is so intrinsic to their characters that if you're going to make them kill, it should be an accident and it should be something that they're dealing with, not something where, uh, and you can't make it the first appearance of Batman either because you're just see, like, you're just like, Hey, Batman's always been a murderer in this universe. And it's I like, see, I didn't take that from that though. I took that as like bat. I think he was going for like Batman's unhinged. Yeah. Batman's lost it and whatever, yeah. but it, but it's the problem of you're starting a universe and you're starting a universe at the point where this is what Batman is. True. And you've never, you know, we've all grown up with Batman and we've grown up with versions that didn't kill except for the Tim Burton once <laughs> he killed people in those. Sure. I mean, he threw a grenade down a dude's pants. Yeah, but that didn't kill him. We yeah, never of saw course, it happen, of course not. So it, it was didn't. silly string inside there. Yeah, it was there. a penguin grenade. Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he also I didn't even read this one, but he read and he 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 went into like the ex- explanation of the Martha scene. And it's like that requires no explanation. We all under understood. We got it. We get what you're going for. It right. was blatantly obvious. Yes. Just because people laughed at it doesn't mean they didn't understand it. True. It was poorly executed. It's a decent idea. It's, yeah, I think it's pretty good. Like, it, it didn't it, bother me the first time I saw it, it, but I was in like nerd Superman land at that point. See, I saw it twice in theaters because you convinced me that like I was crazy for hating the movie the first time because it gave me a headache the first time. The second time I laughed and I was laughing quite mightily because I was sitting next to a Batman fan who was seeing it for the first time, and he was in my position of just pure rage watching the movie, and that was pretty good. Well, that's too funny, though, because I thought he was the best part of that fucking movie. Like, Uh, as much as you want to, like, okay, you're pissed because Batman kills people. Like, that... That's where I'm getting a little Bill Maher-esque here. Where oh, I'm, I'm not, gonna be like, I, that's no, not no, my, I'm not saying you. Oh, okay. I'm just saying like people who are so upset that Batman fucking kills people. Right. Sorry. Like, this is a different interpretation. That's what he should have said. He should have said, this was my interpretation. I wanted to do something different. Yeah. He shouldn't have told people, wake the fuck up, man. Like, yeah. Like acting like it's impossible to do a Batman movie where he doesn't kill people. Yeah. Like, no, it's escapism. Yes. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and he also had some comments on the Avengers movies. I don't know if you heard oh, these Oh, did ones. he insult them? Well, I, I'll bring it up. He says, he, he says <laughs> the thing about comic book movies is, and you know I'm a fan. Really? Do we know you're a fan? I can't tell from your work. Um, I Ooh, go sick burn. Yeah, I got him. Got him. Uh, he says, I go and see them all. I see all the Avengers movies, and I go and I love them. Not sure if i believe that i think he probably does you don't have to you don't have to not enjoy them but you also have to be like open to other things as well i kind of agree with that i find it to be a little i find it to be a little ridiculous because the avengers movies have actually kind of covered the gamut as far as like they haven't gone full-on super dark but infinity war is much darker than the original avengers agreed and civil war had like its heady themes yeah so i mean the idea like oh you need to be open to other things one i don't know anybody who just sees superhero movies and that's all they see and all they enjoy 
you know? It's kind of stupid. They need to be open to other things. I'm open to us. That's a good point. You know, it's like, what are you trying to say? Maybe they just weren't open to your shitty movie. Maybe that's the whole point. The movie was broken. And we'll never know. Like, Man of Steel, I actually kind of enjoy. Uh, I don't think it's a good Superman movie per se. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not Superman to me, almost. It's got some of the thematic elements of Superman, but it doesn't really get the character. Yeah. But the other, I mean, Justice League was just Justice the League ugliest is, fucking yep. movie I've seen in a long time. And Batman v Superman was also, I mean, bad. It, it's a better, I think it's technically a better movie, but it's so yeah. bad. Right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah thanks, Zack Snyder. Stink. People got <laughs> upset about it. I mean, it's like, he's just, you know who he's reminding me of? He's reminding me of a director we're going to talk about later on in this oh, podcast. Oh, somebody nice. who's, Oh, yeah. <laughs> somebody who's so delusional about the quality of their movies that they can't see the criticism and the truth in the criticism. Shout out to Red Letter Media in their Man of Steel review, by the way, when mm. Mike is talking about um, how, like, he just imagines, like, some old man who grew up with, like, Superman. Yes. He, he goes to the theater to see Man of Steel. Yeah. And he's just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> this is... Well, that's why that movie started out pretty big at the box office and it had pretty poor legs because I think the word of mouth was, this is not your Superman. And it didn't speak to a wide right. enough group of people. No. Um, I also, I did like the whole like uh, the Winter Soldier review from them where they were like, wait, Captain America is not like the Superman. They're like, holy shit, they made him stand for, like, truth and justice in the American yeah, it's way. True. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I forgot about truth, justice in the American way. It's been <laughs> removed from my psyche yep. over the last eight years. Yep. I don't know how that happened. Maybe they hired a genius and we just all don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think we're going to t- 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 trailer time. It's a t- trailer. Trailer. Wait, are you going to interrupt me again? Well, we got any good ones? We got quite a few. I'm kind of interested to see what you have to say about some okay. of these. Did you see the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood one? No, I have not. The Is that qu- the, the Tarantino one? Yeah, I think we're going to pause and we're going to have you watch it. And we're back. What'd you think of that? It does look good. It looks pretty good. It does. Uh, yeah, Tarantino. Once again, yep, it's going to be great. I didn't see the hateful eight though. I, I liked seen it. it. Did you? I liked it okay, quite a see, bit. I'm getting a little tired of his shtick. Uh, so it's it, the hateful eight is definitely a dialogue piece. Okay, like tons of dialogue. Character I heard it's piece. like a play. It's like one set basically throughout yes, most of the movie. But I I really enjoyed it. I thought the dialogue was not as Tarantino as it can be. Okay, and I'm excited for this one. I love the Bruce Lee bit. Yeah, that was pretty good. That guy is doing a great Bruce he Lee. He looks like Bruce Lee. He's, it's great. I'm pumped. Bruce Lee is back, baby. Uh, yeah, let's do another one. Uh, Lucy in the Sky. I was in a trance during this. I was mm. so bored by the trailer. So you remember I told you about that Doom movie that was being written? Yes. This guy who directed this is the guy who was writing and working on that movie. So Okay. Now, I will say about this trailer, it's got some interesting visuals. Sure. Um, and some decent cinematography, but what is it with Natalie Portman and doing films where she's like crazy and kind of unhinged? Well, she's boring, so she plays like a out of it. Like she looks like she's on some sort of like yeah. you know anti psychotic medication or something. Yeah, I just 
I mean, the problem is, is that we got First Man last year. So the problem is, is that we kind of saw a movie similar to this already. First Woman. Yeah. 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 First Woman. John Hamm's in it, though. Yeah. I mean, and Natalie Portman actually can, when she tries, be a good actress. Um, that's not all the time. She's going to be fine in this, but it just looks meh. Yeah, I agree. Like we, well, I, and I was pumped because like when I saw like the, you know how now there's like the mini trailer that starts before the trailer. Yeah. Like there's like a set five second bit where they're like, yeah, now the trailer for, and they show the images all fast and you're like, yeah. oh, this is going to be some sweet, like sci-fi fucking crazy looking movie. Yeah. And then like five seconds into the trailer, I'm like, oh, I think the thing is, is like, I. Uh, so I don't know anything about this director, but based on his visual style and based on what he's kind of doing with this movie, I think this is a guy you give a sci-fi movie to. Okay. I do. But this movie itself looks pretty bland and boring. It'll probably get a 90% though, because critics will eat it the fuck up. Okay. And maybe we'll like it. Uh, we might. Yeah. I just feel like it looks like it looks like a movie that is destined to bomb. It's going to fucking bomb at the box office. All right. Prediction. Yeah. Got to write it down, folks. This is like 99% going to happen. Lucy in the sky is going to bomb. Yeah. She's going to fall from the atmosphere. Uh, John Wick 3. This latest trailer is just, I'm just so excited. You're you're in love? I can't. I can't contain myself. Okay. Yeah, I think the action looks great. Oh, it just looks amazing. (laughs) Um, I do. I I love all the colors. Um, you're going to hate me for this. You're going to oh, Jesus I Christ. Here we go. Just wait. Just just wait. Maybe maybe you'll agree. We'll see. All right. So the thing that really, really excited me about this movie was I liked the idea of John Wick on the run by himself. OK. And I liked the idea. And I thought that what was interesting about that was he was unaided for the first time in a long time. And sure. then in this trailer, we see bulletproof suit and he goes and he gets weapons from the dude from the Continental. Yep. And I'm like. I don't like that. I wanted you, I wanted him to like kill a dude and take the gun off the dude. And he like kind of like goes through the movie getting like gear as he goes. Sure. Or maybe he gets more beat up as he goes. But it's like, if you're going to hand him weapons, you're going to hand him a bulletproof thing. It's kind of my problem with like, okay, Black Panther. In the next movie, he needs to maybe have the vibranium suit taken away. Because when you have a suit that can kind of take all this punishment, it takes away a little bit of the drama from the fight scenes. Now, let's be, I mean, let's be fair, though. We don't know when this scene happens right. in the movie. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm just in love with the way it looks. The action yes. looks fucking amazing. Yes. Um, I, I can't just hope wait that doesn't happen. It. I hope it doesn't happen in the first third. Well, so he ran away from the Continental dude right at the end. Yeah. So I, I mean, it wouldn't make sense. I mean, I love sense. the idea that whole part where just, just, Gets my dick hard when he's like, you know, he's all like fucking, oh, it's John Wick. You think he really has a chance with it? And then he's like, oh, yeah, I'd say the odds are about even. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like, yes, <laughs> he's going to kill some motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for more action. Like I said, the only thing that I was hoping for was that this was going to be kind of like John Wick at his lowest point. He was sure. going to be. I think it will be, though. I, I, I hope still so. think it will be. I hope so. I just hope that that's. Okay, and then that's a problem with the trailer is that if that's something that comes in in like like the third act, why are you showing me that scene? I don't well, want to. It's I don't not a spoiler because you don't know. I mean, it's not like you're seeing him. It's not like you're seeing the ankle get cut in the pet cemetery trailer mm, where right. it's like, okay, this is towards the end of the movie, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Because whatever. I don't know. I don't think the trailers have given too much away. 
Not not really. No. 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 It's just that one. Now I know that that scene is coming and that changes the dynamic that I thought was going to happen in this movie. Okay. So that is, I'm sure it'll still be a fun time, but that's a little disappointing because I did, I wanted to see John Wick, like I wanted to see John Wick be John McClane. Okay. You know, struggling. He's just, str- you know. Yeah, but he's but, not John but, McClane though. I know. I know. But I wanted to see him be put in that situation where he had to struggle that much. I mean, he can kill people with pencils. Alex. He can. There's he can. No, but, that, but that makes it more badass to see him, even he's struggling at Your, this point. You know what I mean? Prediction question. Yeah. Is he going to die in this? I don't know. Is this the end of a trilogy? Mm. Or do they need to keep this thing going? I don't know. I don't know. We did forget one thing from news, though. Bill and Ted has like a, a an official release date. Yeah, and I saw that uh, the the guy who played Death is coming back. Is he? Yeah, as Death Great. again. And apparently, there's going to be some sort of a, um, a tribute to George Carlin within oh, good. the movie. Great. Yeah. Great. So, I'm I'm really pumped for that. Equally pumped for this. But <laughs> but I I wonder I wonder if if Keanu is probably smart enough to know like maybe just cut it out of trilogy don't let it get too long you know see i don't think these movies are um are easy to fuck up like mm. i feel like they can come up with shit for these like it doesn't need like this this really complex plot you just need enough for like okay we need the thread between the badass action scenes right. i think i think the question is is do you do another john wick or do you do like a continental with john wick as yeah. sort of like a like maybe not a cameo but maybe like a, a larger cameo type role. Right. Well, or you know? he's dead and you just continue the world building of right. some other. Right. You know, I mean, you definitely do like uh, my opinion. You definitely this is getting a spinoff. If is this is the end of John. Yeah, Wick. I think it, there's no way this whole thing is over. The stars show is happening from what I understand. So but we've got one last trailer. Dora, Dora, the Explorer. Oh, my God. Did you see it? I did. How, what did what, you think? It looks like a nightmare. Yeah, it's going to be awful. It looks like the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. That wasn't the... We're not even going into that. Yeah, I, mean, I did watch we, it, though. It looks so bad. Yep. Just yep. a cash grab and a half. It's going to make a decent amount of money for those children. Oh, my God. Kids love her. Do they still... I don't know. See, I was thinking about that. Aren't the Dora viewers like now like they're 10? Prob- they're probably too old. Yeah. yeah. They're probably too old. They might go see her though. They might. They're like, oh, Dora's growing up with me. She's Their like, parents she's- will take them because they remembered them watching. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. It that wasn't the trailer I wanted terrible. to go into though. Stranger Things 3. That looks good. That looks great. It does. Um, it looks like a little different. It does. To me? It, well, uh, different setting, uh, uh, summer versus uh, fall, okay. which is nice. Uh, characters are all back. We like them all. You know, the monster like aspect of it even looks a little different. It's not going to be like a shadowy monster, right. which is going to be nice. Um, really interested to see what the origin of this thing is. Yes. Um, so, yeah, pumped. Ridiculously pumped. Didn't notice a missing kid motif. Oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. Yeah. I yeah. mean, do we need a missing child in every season? No, we don't. No. 
So, yeah, maybe they're listening to, although they had a plan for this, didn't they? They had it pretty well mapped out. Yeah, they yeah they got a plan for so, at wh- least season four. four. I can't remember yeah. if it's uh, season five. Yeah, also. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. And it's coming like before Halloween, right? Like in yeah, a few months? Ju- uh, no, it's actually coming July ah, this year. Okay. So, yeah, so, a few months. Yeah. We're almost in April, Alex. So many good things are coming, man. <laughs> it really, I know. This Infinity War, uh, the, the fucking, fucking Game of Thrones. But today we're John talking Wick. about Troll 2. Yeah, t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so many good things. But I think we're at the end of uh, trailer time. So shit we watched. Yeah, uh, I did it again this week. Oh, uh, boy. Alex is going to be upset with me. Snippets. Um, Minute or less. Well, yeah, okay. No, on some of them. Okay. On some of them. Uh, let's see here. Uh-oh, did I delete my shit we watched list? No, I did not. Uh, oh, man, I was going to say, everybody put your hands together and pray. So uh, I watched A Vigilante with Olivia Wilde. Okay. Um, This was one where she is like a battered woman, battered wife. Uh, she goes to like a group for like battered wives support groups and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, And she decides her life mission is going to be to get these other women away from the men who are beating them or the children away from the man who's beating them or whatever. Okay. So she's like a vigilante anti justice type who like okay. someone has her number and they call and leave a specific message and she'll come like get the guy out of the out of the person's life so she's like the girl with the tron tattoo yes it's very girl with the dragon tattoo yeah. yeah only better than mm. uh well i haven't seen the american one it's mm. right up there with the swedish but i thought this was great okay olivia wilde so far she gets my best actress of 2019 thus far um wow. nobody's gonna see this so it won't matter that she's that but but yeah it's excellent a minus a minus for this one i was very 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 enter- entertained now i do want to talk about a show uh a tim roth show oh yeah a tim roth show really yeah but not the one we're reviewing okay that's still to come um i watch it's actually a miniseries bbc miniseries oh wow He's Rilling, just- rillington place i'm very you know I'm sophisticated. Yeah, Alex. I was going to say, you're Watch just the BBC. Uh, Britain it up all, this, all of a sudden. He plays Jonathan Christie, who okay. was a real person, mm. serial killer, who killed in like the 40s and 50s. He killed like eight, eight women that they mm. know of. Okay. He is fucking amazing. Like that guy is the, he's the best actor that nobody pays any attention to. He's, he, it's this old, like creepy guy. Who's like an ex like cop or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he like, his wife is with him and it's a real eerie, like slow burn show where it's like, he's just fucking creepy, right? You know, his personality. Uh, but it was real interesting too, because apparently this guy is the reason why, um, and I'm not going to spoil why, but he's the reason why the UK ended up reversing the death penalty Oh, was because of something to do with this guy. Fascinating story. Fucking the dude is Tim Roth is fucking great. This gets an a, Oh, this is one of, uh, there's two A's this week. This is one of them. Okay. Okay. I watch a lot of shit. I'm just going to keep going. How many, how many do you have? Um, Cause I've got four. 10. So Jesus I've gone through two. So Christ one more, Christ. one more, uh, phantasm phantasm. It's like okay. an old, the classic schlocky horror movie. Mm. Uh, I've heard it's great. 
Eh. Eh. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of eh on it. How old is, how old is oh, like classic? Oh God, you're killing me because I wrote dates next to most of these and I didn't, didn't write for one next one. to Phantasm. Well, estimate. Estimate. Uh, I would say late 70s, early 80s, but okay. we're going to just, it's 1979. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty yeah, good guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a weird movie. There's like a mortician guy who like is open to portal to like some other world or something. And like, there's these kids who kind of figure it out. Uh, there is a neat thing in it where like these flying silver balls with like drills on them, like fly through this hallway and like drill through a dude's forehead and you get the fake blood and shit. Oh. Okay. And it is funny. I've been watching all these or, old horror movies because of Shudder. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, God, they just don't make them like they used <laughs> they to. Oh like God. so many of these movies, there's just tits everywhere. Right. Like, yep. Yep. you know, just a lot of fun. Yeah. But yeah, this one I, was uh, C minus. I, I heard Affleck was the bomb in Phantasm. And, no, that was Phantoms. Oh, I'm he sorry. He was the bomb in Phantoms. Uh, yeah, I was doing a bit. I know. Okay. I ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's what we're here for but continue uh, go ahead or not continue but you uh, get some time i, I get today. some time on yes. the podcast uh yeah i watched old man and the gun finally oh fucking good God. really good robert redford is one of the most charming motherfuckers that just charms the pants off yeah off every scene he's in is so fantastic it was good uh had some nice setups and payoffs uh, I loved, uh, I forget the, 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 the Sissy woman. SpaceX. Sissy's, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, she's great. She's great. Uh, I loved it. I thought this movie was great. This is, this is like a B plus movie. Oh, really? So it wouldn't have made your top 10? It wouldn't have made my top 10 of last year. Okay. But it would have been probably, probably in the top 20, I would say. It was really fucking good. He's so great. The only problem, and I know you're going to hate me for this, but I think the Casey Affleck is just, just boring, but... There's one scene in particular in this where they actually share a scene together. It's pretty great. It's great. And it's pretty great. Yes. But I think it's more of like a character dynamic setup of the scene rather than like Casey Affleck really nailed it you kind know, of thing. I'm not going to. I thought Casey Affleck was pretty good in it, but I'm not going to argue that he's boring because his like he didn't even come to mind when we were just talking about it. Like yeah. that whole aspect of the movie, the guy that's on the, you know, that's chasing him. Yeah. Like it just doesn't. He's just devoid of charisma, which is kind of the point of his character a little bit. Right. He's like the, uh, the anti yeah. Robert Redford. Yeah. But still would have been nice if there was just like, I don't know, something. <laughs> but yeah, B plus. I, I really liked it. Yeah. I, I really liked, liked it. it. I liked it quite a bit. You know what I didn't like? What? The Prowler. The Prowler. 1981 slasher movie. Oh, is, this is uh, this is a Spider-Man villain, right? No. Oh, okay. No, Sorry. but when I Googled the Prowler, that's what came that's up? what comes up. Yep. Uh, this gets a D minus, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Um, it is boring. Uh, the motivation of the slasher character is that he was dumped when he was in World War II, and he like came back and like killed someone during after World War Two, and then like forty years later he goes on a killing spree again. I don't really understand why he's on a killing spree. Um, all of the scenes in this are like he's in another room, and the the, <laughs> the the person trying to get away is like calling out like Anthony, where are you? <laughs> like you know, like every fucking scene in I this love movie. Those. Oh, those it's are the, the whole best. fucking movie. Now, I do want to say Tom Savini did the the uh, the blood and guts and mm -hmm. special effects in this. 
And you can tell they're very proud of them because they're the only redeeming quality of the movie. And they they like hold the camera on these scenes for like way too long. Oh. Like a knife will go through someone's skull out the bottom of their chin. Oh. And like you'll see the blood coming down. And, and it looks great. And they're like, we spent literally thousands of dollars on this shot. We're going to leave it on and the screen. And you're like, oh, I, I like this. But then like, you know, <laughs> and then, then it the goes characters back talk. to the movie. Well, and the characters are terrible. There's mm. a scene in this where like they're trying to find the sheriff. So they call like the cabin where the sheriff stays at because it's like a it's like a door. It's like a military esque like dormitory academy, whatever. But the sheriff is on site and like a like a motel type thing. They call the okay. front desk and the guy's like, hey, we need the sheriff. Like, wake the sheriff up. And the guy's like, it's 1130 or whatever. And he's complaining like mm-hmm. nobody's up, whatever. And the fat slob just sits there like he's like, oh, hang on. Like, pretends to call the sheriff's room, but doesn't. And then he's like, oh, I'll go get him. And then he sets the phone down and, like, ruffled through his potato chips. Just a fat slob character. Mm. Um, and you're just sitting there like, is there anyone that's this big of an asshole? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense at all. When, it was fucking terrible. When, just, you said, uh, when you said there was a hotel in this and it's a shitty, yeah. shitty uh, horror movie, I was like, oh. Halloween 3 Hotel? Oh. She'll get oh. the best care. No, I'll take Halloween 3 over this any day to the best care. <laughs> Shit is the best. We'll take her to the factory. Uh, another one I watched was Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball Bowl-O-Rama. Mm. Uh, this was 1988. This gets a D+. Okay. This was fun. Okay. This was terrible, but really fun. Basically, uh, these two girls are trying to join a, a, they're pledging to a sorority. Okay. And um, these guys get caught kind of spying on like the pledge thing. Uh, uh, like standard 80s. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like pervy kind of shit. Yeah. So they, so they all get sent together. Like the, the, the sorority head is like, you have to go steal a bowl, something from the bowling alley that's closed right now. You need to go in and steal it and as proof that you actually broke into the bowling alley. Okay. So they go to this bowling alley and they grab this trophy and basically the trophy falls on the ground, breaks open, and there's like an impish like demon character that comes out that's a puppet. And he's like, oh, and he grants them wishes. But of course, the wishes don't turn out the way they're supposed to. And there's a lot of tits and ass in this one. And uh, I'll tell you what. Talk about just a fun time watching a bad movie. <laughs> They're in a bowling alley, like running around. Two of them get turned into like demons or something. And they're like being chased around, whatever. There's like a badass chick who was already in the bowling alley robbing it. Who's another character in this. Wow. It's really see, something else. See, this is what you got to love about 80s movies is the fact that they just they just thought that movies were like blenders and you could just throw everything in them. I think this one kind of works okay. in in its like cheesy right. way. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's not like the Prowler, which is like I'm trying to be Friday the Thirteenth, but I'm just fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But yeah, that was kind of fun. But we'll go back to you. So I watched. Can you ever forgive me? Oh, with Mel- the Oscar nominated Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah. Okay. Tell me, was it better than the Muppet movie? Oh yeah! Okay. Oh yeah! It's Whew. much, it's much, much, Whew. much, much better than than that that uh, shitty, shitty, shitty Muppet movie. Okay. Um, no, this is uh, this is fine, 
But the fact that Melissa McCarthy was nominated for an Oscar and Tony Collette didn't get one is a fucking travesty. It's a fucking travesty. Like more so than anyone else who was more on the so list than that shouldn't have been she, she is herself. She's just a little less herself. She's like herself who needs a Prozac. Okay. Like, sorry. I'm sorry. She didn't put on makeup and she was just a bitch and, you know, loud mouthed kind of like how she always is. But she gets, a, what, she gets a fucking if, Oscar nomination. If Tony Collette was herself in Hereditary, then that is a scary ass lady. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, that's what right. I just thought of. Right. I'm just, I just, it's just, I mean, what are we doing with the Oscars? That's the question. I mean, it's a fine, it's like a C minus B movie. Okay. Like it. Okay. If I gave B plus to the man with the gun this is like a c plus it's a full grade below okay like it's fine it's nothing special the the best thing about it is uh there's a gay character who's her best friend is that the, the, the older dude i forget his yes. name yes yeah he is fantastic okay and so I he deserved the oscar nomination more than she did yes okay. and and i will say this i have a gripe with this movie because basically what happens is that she does something illegal. She does something illegal, you know, Get take, takes people for a ride. Now, granted, it's a bunch of rip, rich hussies who collect notes from famous authors, sure, which is yeah. a weird- But she's forging the notes, But she's right? forging the notes, and she gets a movie based off her? Like, <laughs> seriously? So the entire concept and bothers then she, and you. Then, and then she wrote a book about the fact how she did something- bad and it's like you didn't even do something bad that's cool like this isn't cool it's not like you're a gangster you forged some notes in your fucking <laughs> shitty not. apartment and you got a fucking movie about it and you were a shitty person and you never stopped being a shitty person and i hate you and it's a better movie than john Gotti got <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's and john Gotti was probably a way cooler piece of shit than probably, this lady. Probably. I mean, it's... it's. I mean, we wouldn't know from the movie. Yeah, Gotti, you, you definitely wouldn't know. I mean, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And it's probably a testament to the movie that I hate the premise so goddamn much and I hate the character so goddamn much that... Uh, it was watchable. That, that yeah, that okay. it was fine and it got a C-plus from me. But, yeah, I she does not deserve that Oscar nom. That's fucking highway robbery would you recommend the movie yeah i mean it's a c plus it's, it's fine it's fine it's rented it's fine um on that note by the way i'm putting in a special request that we do a bna reviews of this latest revolta movie coming out where he's the nascar driver with shania twain as his wife yeah okay because how could that not be just a train wreck <laughs> yeah it's coming and his hairline looks great in the trailer his hairline is just always on point. It looks like somebody <laughs> drew a fucking cap on his head. Uh, but anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this one's kind of funny. Um, this one's kind of funny. It's uh, it's called Daughters of Darkness. And it's funny because I'm a Rob Zombie fan. Mm -hmm. And uh, he likes to sample stuff from movies like in his songs yeah uh like there's there's a song demonoid phenomenon from mm -hmm. rob zombie and and one of the bits in there is like a girl saying like enjoy that dead girl's body you know so i'm watching this movie daughters of darkness from 1971 okay 
never have thought to like look where these things are from whatever yeah and there's a line in the movie where like it's it's enjoy and then there's some words spoken and then that dead girl's body yeah and i'm like holy fuck like it was like a it was like a it triggered something in my head like that's what that is i need to figure out Right. Like which song that has to be a Rob Zombie song. Yep. And yeah, so I found one of the movies on accident that he sampled from. It was called Daughters of Darkness. It's okay. a lesbian vampire movie huh. from 1971. Belgian, a Belgian lesbian vampire movie. This sounds exactly like what Rob Zombie would pull his sound yeah, clips it's from. It's, ex- it's exactly <laughs> it what good. he would. It was good. I liked this. It was. Okay. Yeah, I was... Uh, basically like this 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 couple they're newlyweds and the 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 guys the guys parents live in england um he's worried about what his mom will think of the uh of the fact that he got married apparently there's some reason why he doesn't want to introduce her mm-hmm. uh they stop at this hotel for a night before they're gonna go take the ferry over and it's like the down sea it's like it's like the shining season where like nobody's at the hotel okay except for this woman checks in with like her helper lady and this woman um the the guy who checks her in is like uh i checked you in 40 years ago and you looked exactly the same like what the fuck is up with this Mm. um and yeah she's kind of this older like eh, she's not older she's maybe like mid maybe 40 we'll just go with like 40 maybe okay but anyway it turns into this like seduction thing where like there's jealousy happening with the girl who's with the vampire lady Mm -hmm. because now the vampire lady has seen this girl that the guy has that he's going to introduce to the family yeah yeah and it turns into this weird like anti-men like man hater (laughs) like feminist okay but it's good okay it was really well done uh that one i would recommend i give it a b um critters yeah critters the biggest f i have seen in a long time really i powered through all eight episodes in less than 80 minutes because the episodes are 10 minutes or less long each okay (sighs) it is painful so worse than troll 2 um there's less to like because Troll 2 is funny even when it's not trying to be. Yep. Which is the whole when, movie. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Critters is trying to be funny and it's just fucking terrible. Okay. Yeah, I hear it's got my uh, favorite actor from Camp Mana. Yes. Yes. The yeah. fat, chubby redhead from Camp Mana. Yeah, I can't imagine he would do something shitty. Oh, uh, and then it's got Gilbert Gottfried in it. Whoa. Really? Who I like. Yeah. And he was probably the best part of the show. But he's only hey, spoilers. He's in it for like two episodes. Okay. Like three scenes. Mm. Um, I mean, there's not much to say except for it is just a a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Mm. It's fucking terrible. I don't know why. And it was like they tricked me because I was going to I was kind of excited to see it. I thought it would be like cheesy fun. Right. You know what I mean? Like stupid fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's trying to be. But it's not fun. It's really cheesy, but it's just bad. And by the time I got three into it, like three episodes in, I'm like, oh, this is just a disaster. But then I only have like 50 minutes left. Mm -hmm. Let me just finish. I'll just finish it. So I watched the whole fucking thing and it was terrible. Uh, Worst thing I've seen in a long time. That's the completionist side of you. Yeah. It gets me in trouble. Well, speaking of completionist side, I actually finished finally Way of the Dragon. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> I, I, this movie, 
This movie is glorious. Okay, this movie I is, need to see this. I mean, I've never it's like, seen it. It's it's one of those movies that you know goes uh, starts. It starts as like you know a hard F, you know, just just sure. failing, and it just like loops back around. It's like an A because it's just so bad. Uh, the the final, the ending, is something to behold. Okay, and uh, there's a I don't know if you remember this guy. I believe his name is uh, Ernie Reyes jr he was the uh in ninja turtles 2 he was the pizza delivery guy i do remember him he was also in a fantastic highly underrated gonna watch it sometime for this podcast movie surf ninjas oh i love surf ninjas Surf Ninjas is great love surf nobody ninjas. knows surf ninjas and it's fucking I know great surf ninjas yeah well yeah i'm i guess i shouldn't be surprised because it's you but uh yeah he's in this Little Ernie Reyes is in this at, uh, I don't know, probably eight years old, 10 years old. Oh, geez. So, yeah, this would have been, what, mid-80s or late 70s? Yeah, mid, mid-80s, mid I would say. Okay. I, I can't remember the exact release date. But, yeah, uh, and you just see the charisma in this kid already. And uh, there's this fight scene. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of Dragon Ball Z. There's glowing. There's glow. Well, isn't the thing the glow? The glow, yeah. And you kind of wonder, <laughs> like, you kind of wonder, you're like, is it really? Like, are they going to glow? They glow. It's fucking fantastic. It's, it's, it's just, just watch it. Everybody should watch this. What's your uh, review? What's your, what's your score? I mean, it, like, realistically, like, it's a bad movie. Like, okay. realistically. But I actually do think, like, the glow effect for the time was pretty good, considering this movie probably had zero budget. Uh, some of the choreography starts ending up like somewhat okay. The 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 ending is fun, silly nonsense. It kind of takes a movie that probably was an F up to that point, probably to like a D plus. Okay, sure. Maybe there a D. you go. Yeah. So this is that is your uh, sorority babes in the slime ball bolorama Ab- for the absolutely. week. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um. I got two more before we get to the one we both watched. Okay. Uh, I watched a movie called The Witch in the Window. This was a Shudder original. Okay. So this was my first chance to kind of see what they've got from the movie perspective here. Right, right. Uh, short, 77-minute long movie. That is short. Yeah, which it gets, uh, you know, half grade. Bonus, bonus points. points. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's actually pretty fucking good. Like, thematically, it's really interesting. Okay. Basically, um dad goes to new york city to pick up his son um he divorced dad goes to pick up his son in Mm. new york city from his mother's house okay uh takes him out to this uh house like kind of in the country and he's gonna he's gonna fix it up gonna fix up the house and flip it um it's got like you know loose wires everything's fucked up yeah that, that, that that never works out especially not in a horror movie yeah so it ends up there's like this neighbor who tells them about this woman who rumored to have killed her family. And basically the premise is that it's like there when he was a kid, he walked by the house and the woman was always in the window. Yeah. So they saw her in the window for like two weeks straight sitting there and they finally called the authorities and the authorities showed up and she was fucking dead staring out of her window. Oh, so that's kind of a neat little, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, basically this woman is haunting the house. It's a haunted house kind of movie, mm-hmm. but there's like, uh, 
there's a whole family dynamic between the father and the son and like the father and the ex-wife. That's actually really interesting. The relationship between the father and the son is really interesting. Not the best acting, not the best writing as far as the dialogue is concerned. Yeah. But there's enough there where it's like, I really appreciated what the movie was saying. It was thoughtful, Hmm. you know, and it had a really good fucking ending. In okay. my opinion, like okay. knocked it out of the park with the ending. Um, I'm going to give it a B. Oh, wow. but it makes me excited to uh, see what these guys can do because I wasn't expecting it. I thought it was going to be terrible, mm-hmm. you know, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. The only other one I watched is my other a for the week. Mm. And it is uh, uh, Mr. Lanthimos who did mm. uh, uh, fucking uh, the favorite. He made a movie called Dog Tooth in like 2009. Yeah. One of the more fucked up movies I think I have ever seen. And and he's fucked up. I would not be surprised from this guy. He, this took it to another level, even in his realm. Okay. I mean, basically premises, parents, these two fucked up parents have their three teenage kids, two daughters and a son. Um, like they're they've got them like confined to this house like confined to the property they've never seen the outside world Mm -hmm. like words don't even have the same meaning like there's a scene in this where like she says pass the phone and someone passes her a salt shaker and the whole family just acts like that's normal yeah um the dad is is bringing in a prostitute to have sex with the son uh as a good father does yeah i mean why not right (laughs) But there's needs that need to be met. But it's but it's a cool movie because it's like it's really fucked up. It's hard to watch. Right. Um, there's like pussy licking involved. Like, oh I, I like there's, you know, I don't want to spoil too much of it for those listening, but I will give this tidbit. So the girl who comes over as the prostitute mm-hmm. wants the brother to to eat her pussy. Mm. Uh, he doesn't want to. He just likes having sex with her. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the other one of the sisters and says, like, hey, can you lick right here? And the sister has no idea, like, why she's oh even doing God. this or anything. Oh, but my it's God. like, can you lick here? Like, I'll give you this gift if you lick here. Oh, you know? my God. And like, yeah. And you get the side shot of, like, the girl on all fours with her oh head between the legs. Of the- oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, like shit like that. And you're just watching it like. This is fascinatingly fucked up. Um, is there a hand job scene in this movie? He's got things for hand jobs. You know what? Yes. Yes. I knew it. Yes. There I knew it. it. Well, it's not. It's not a hand job. It's a. Uh, it's a. You got to pump up the cock before sex. Hand job. It's <laughs> okay. not like a. Okay. You know, you're not taking it to the end. Okay. okay. Like he's a little flaccid, and okay. she's got to. You know. All right. But yes. Another hand job. He does have a thing for hand jobs. He does. By the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the theme of the movie, like, it's interesting because like part of me thinks it's like, okay, well, this is like this house is North Korea. These kids have no idea what's going on in the outside world. Whatever you tell them. Right. It's just going to be, you yeah. know, whatever. But then there's also like this aspect of like they're trying to keep their kids innocent, mm-hmm. but you can't do that. It's almost like about parents sheltering their kids, maybe. Mm. Uh but he he's creative, like as fucked up as he is. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Okay. Like I was in like very, very it's my favorite of his movies. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's my favorite of his movies instantly. And I knew it was my favorite 15 minutes into it. Okay. Because I was just like, this is fucked up and so, enjoyable. So uh 
What does it get for a grade? A. A. This gets an A. Okay. Yeah, I loved this. Right. I thought this was just fucking great. I um You hear that? Am I going to sit and watch it again over and over? No, I'm not playing wearing the tape down from this. But you will like this though too. There's another thing in this movie where um somehow VHS tapes end up in the house like one of the girls like gets a hold of them okay and like she starts and they're one of them's jaws and one of them's rocky and she starts like using lines from those two movies in these odd spots and it's just perfect it's fucking really good okay but yeah that's you know if you want to watch a fucked up one folks dog tooth and we've got the one that we both watched we do triple Triple Frontier. So I was just talking about like a really creative, like thought provoking, interesting movie. Yeah, not this movie. Not this one. Yeah, this is about as stock and bland and by the books, guy's guy movie you could ever make. Should have been called Dude Bros. Dude Bros. Yeah. Dude Dude Bros. bros. They go on a mission. Shit goes sideways. It was funny because like when it started, I texted you. I'm like, it's one of those, but it's like, it's competent. It's well done. It's, it's pretty good. It's not like you end up with like a a shitty shot or a shitty angle. Yeah. No, but by the end of the movie, it's really bad. It just, it just grates on you because it is just every one of those movies beat by beat. I mean, I, I text you, you were texting me as you were going through it. I had watched it the day before and, um, (laughs) You were, you know, I, I, at one point I just said, just wait. Cause you're like, I like Metallica as much as the next guy, but yeah, you, you could have picked a better song there. And I said, just wait. Yeah. Every song choice in this is either wrong or cliche. Oh, it's so cliche. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think you have a list of cliche things. I do. Uh, at first I want to say though, it's not even like it's not it's not even that it gets grading because you've seen it all before or whatever but there's a specific character in this Who's, who does a 180 oh. and it makes no sense to me because they didn't set it up at all. Yeah, and uh, then spoilers. becomes a monster. Yeah, he becomes a monster and it would have been interesting if they were like, okay, this they would have had a scene where like he's explaining about like something he did in his past because yeah. he was struggling from PTSD and how he doesn't want to like awaken that monster again or something. Yes. But that's not how they play it in this. Yeah. It's just like all of a sudden he's an asshole. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, the list of cliches. Now this is uh this is cliches up until about I think the hour, hour and fifteen minute and then mark, you just and then I stopped keeping track. But right away at the beginning of the movie you have the missile hitting the car explosion yeah. like thing. And then by the way, just as a side note, there's still people hiding behind another car I right know. next yeah. to it. They don't move, even yeah. though they like if another missile comes, they're dead. Can we talk about the fact that Oscar Isaac in these scenes is the only one without like a bulletproof helmet on so you can identify him? Well, you got to be able to see him. And he's got jeans where everybody else is wearing black. I mean, <laughs> yep. Just well, okay. he's like the Yeah, he's you know, I mean, it's like it's, a video game. Yeah, exactly. You've got your dude bro recruitment scene where yep. like Oscar Isaac has to come up to all of his dude bros and like one by one, like say, yo, man, I got a job for you. And they got to like, do like that whole like handshake where it's like, and yep. then the hand and then they do the like the dude bro hug. Yep. yep. And then every they, yep, single everyone one. does a dude bro hug. Yep. But yeah, then they've all, all of them have like their reason to be like, I don't know, man. And then they kind of have to yep. have their arm twisted or whatever. And they're all dude bros, by the way, even in their professions currently. Other, yes. other, other than Ben Affleck, who is a, know, <laughs> is a realtor, is a realtor. 
and I just I was so shocked with like I know that he's supposed to be bored with this job, but like the level of boredom was like he just looked so sad. He looked like he wasn't even like acting. It was just like that's who he was on set. Was just bored. Right. Yeah. Bored and annoyed. Bored and annoyed. You uh, saw our part, heard our you podcast. You had the bills piling up. Yeah. You, you know, the character's like, you know, it's 17 grand, but I just can't get back into this, you know, yeah. whatever. And then, like, he goes inside and he's in his garage or whatever, and he sees, like, the stacked bills, and he's like, oh, but I need the money. It's just such a fucking cliche. I hate, they. I mean, I know I'm kind of interrupting your list, but I keep on thinking of the, there's a... Uh, Copy that during conversations. Oh, of course. Yeah. There's a stay frosty. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, it's terrible. There's a uh, this mission just became a cowboy mission. Yep. Oh, fuck you. There are a few. They are some cowboys. Yeah, a bunch of cowboys. They're wild. Uh, now, there's another one. This one's a little, you know, you got to really see a lot of movies to like see this one. Mm. But there's a scene where they're driving up to like the village or something. They're in South America and, and it gets into that slow motion view. Yeah. And there's like this foreboding guy who's like walking a yep. donkey who like kind of gives him a look. Yeah. And it's just that classic like, like oh, oh, you don't belong here. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So that one I caught. Um there's the chain wearing Mexican lackey execution where yeah. all the Mexicans have the bags over their heads and yeah. they're all kneeling down and yep. one by one, the guys behind them shooting them all in the head. It's just all shit we've ever seen before. How about, uh, I'm going to get that Ferrari. Yep. Right. Okay. Fucking unreal. Uh, one of my favorites is this is my last job. Yep. There it is. Yeah. Gotta have that. Gotta have that. It's, it's a really, you know, after this, I'm hanging them up boys. Like we just need one more job. I will tell you one thing. I mean, we, we were shitting on this movie. I like Oscar Isaac. <laughs> oh, I like him a lot. He's the, I'd say he's basically the only redeeming thing in the movie. His character is kind of annoying though. He's not a great character, but there's no good characters in this. <laughs> no, there aren't. You're right. Um, but I did love a bit where Ben Affleck's got a shitty truck and he's like, you can't even afford your, you know, you've taken five bullets for your country. You can't even afford your truck. He's like, you leave my truck out of this. This isn't about my truck. And he's like, yes, it is. That's exactly what this is about. And I'm like, look at that charisma, Affleck. Yeah, it's true. Come on, man. Yeah. No, he had none in this. Yeah. Affleck didn't. Uh this was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. This was my favorite of the cliches because you saw this coming. It's yeah, in yeah. every fucking movie like this. Mm -hmm. They're all getting, they're, they're, they've decided like on the plan, they've done the recon mission. You know, the plan has to be done Sunday morning. Yeah. And Ben Affleck gathers them all around, kind of gives them the rundown. Yeah. And yeah. then he says to him, you know, nobody will think less of you. This is your last chance to get out. <laughs> And I'm just sitting there like, this is fucking unbelievable. They are trying to hit every fucking cliche. Yeah. This, all of these are before everyone I just listed is before they even do the mission. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is just the setup part. Yeah. Most of the ones that I mentioned were too. Yeah. Most I of them. Yeah, maybe that's maybe there's a reason for that, but I stopped like I couldn't I just couldn't do well, it. Well, you just uh, you just disengage with this movie. You just pull out the phone, you're like, "Okay, are they doing something cool?" Okay, oh, no. Well, they did they did have the one where everyone else like they're they're getting the money out yeah. of the house and everyone else is like, "Come on, let's go." And there always has to be that one guy. I'm not leaving who, a single dollar here. Who somehow is the one who didn't want to go in the first place. Yes. He was the one that they really had to twist his arm to yeah. go. Yeah. 
And Why now, is he the guy? And now, and and that that's the frustrating thing about the movie is you're like nobody. I don't think. See, okay. That was really dumb because they're like, oh, shit, the guards are coming back. What the hell's going on? Our timing's off or whatever. Yep. But, okay, fine. Um, um, you wanted to take all the money. You got a little greedy, whatever. But then the fucking helicopter scene. I'm supposed to leave. 200 grand, 200 million on the high, on the, on the runway. No, leave 75 million. Yeah. yeah. And, and <laughs> fucking make it so you don't have to go like, well, what the fuck? And maybe there's a reason for this too, but why wasn't there ever a conversation of like, let's go hide half the money yeah, and then we'll come back and get, I, mean, I was keep, waiting for like an explanation. Money. They keep dropping money throughout this whole movie. And you're like, why isn't anybody planning this? And then they do kind of at the very end, but they're then like, they, but they don't, they act like nobody's ever going to see that money again. Like they, they, I, but, but then, the sequel has to be coming back to get the money. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I watched this with the girlfriend and she said, see, okay. So, is it going to be like a race back to the money to see who gets it? And I'm like, that's a more interesting movie. That would be. That that's should be the sequel. W- way more interesting movie. And then they all at the end are like, sorry, spoilers, people. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, this movie is not good. Yeah. But at the end, they're all like, oh, you know, I'm going to sign my money over to the to the trust, to the Ben Affleck <laughs> trust. Oh, another cliche, by the way, is uh, the villagers. They yeah. crash the helicopter. Yeah. And like. There's the scene where everybody's, hey, hold on, hold on. And there's yeah, like a yeah, foreign yeah. language issue. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Just, Garbage. That, it really, it sucked. I mean, I gave it, I gave it a C minus. Like, I didn't think it was so bad. It was terror. Like, it, it was it's, so what it is that yeah. I like, it's, it's a, it's an F C minus. It's like one of those where it's like, I can't say that it's horrible in yeah. every aspect. Yeah. It started out as like, okay, this is like a B, this is like a, a typical action movie, whatever. And then the character, and I wouldn't have enjoyed that B by the way, yeah. either way, but then it turned like the characters start making no sense. Yeah. The fucking, the, the, the Tron two guy, the Tron legacy guy. He's horrible. He is horrible. I don't, I, the weird thing to me was, is like in Tron Legacy, he wasn't good, but he wasn't like this bad, you know? Well, all they have him doing is like, hoorah! Like, yeah. You know. Oh, God. He was, and that's the problem too, is like all the characters are such dude bros that they're actually unlikable. Like right. there's nothing else to any of them. No, they're all dude bros. Oscar, well, Oscar Isaac is the closest. He's the closest to being like a guy with something else yeah but then at the end when he's like oh we're not leaving the money Affleck died for the money yeah and the one guy's like the money he died because of the money man and then the guy comes over and he's like dude bro yeah like we need to just go and then then he realizes you know what copy that dude bro you're right yeah Yeah. copy that bro fucking terrible but yeah can we talk about a better terrible movie yeah this is gonna be this is gonna be something else buckle up children (laughs) It's Troll 2. Oh my God! So I had heard of this. I think we had all had heard of this. This is in the same conversations as The Room for like worst movie of all time. It, and it deserves to be. It is absolutely terrible. It starts as like a uh, um, uh, what movie did it remind me of with the storybook being read by the old man to the to the kid, uh, the Princess Bride. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It starts as the Princess Bride and this grandpa character. 
Oh boy. I where where should we're we start doing, with we're this? doing spoilers. This is all spoilers. You cannot discuss this movie without spoilers. So plot. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. So there are goblins. Not trolls. There are goblins in this movie. Yes, and uh, and and they they need to turn humans uh, into a, a vegetable paste so that they can eat them. Correct. So there's this family. They're well, going wait on, a minute. They can eat them raw, but they don't the, like. They don't to, like right? it because there's meat. There's because of our shitty diets. Because okay. of our yep. shitty yep. meat eating diets, they don't want that. So they turn us into, into this green paste by feeding us green food. So there's this family. They're going on vacation. <laughs> they go to this town, uh, Nilbog or whatever. Right, Nilbog. Nilbog. Yeah. Nilbog. Nilbog. Yeah. Goblin backwards. You don't notice it until it fucking is set out. It's just, it's just so weird. Uh, uh, so they go on vacation. It's a uh, you know a, a young son and teenage daughter and a uh, mother and father. And uh, there's a magical grandpa. And he's like, he's he's kind of like doing the whole like Obi-Wan thing. Like, I'm speaking to you yes. from the great beyond. And uh, yeah, they go to this uh, and there's a witch there. And uh, yeah, they want to eat these people. Um, and then it's about them trying to get out of this town. It's really fucking weird. It's really fucking bad. That, well, so the kid is the only one who at first like kind of has an idea of what's going on because the yes. grandpa inexplicably is only telling the kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also a girlfriend character, girl, uh, daughter character yeah. oh, who has boy. a boyfriend who there's there is a scene in this towards oh, the beginning oh, when the boyfriend like sneaks into her room that is just legendary. I rewound it and watched it three times. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to tear off your tiny little nuts and eat them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the the parents. Well, what was the deal with the boyfriend again? Like the the boyfriend does bringing his friends, his, bringing along. his friends. Yeah. So he just like, dude, I thought you wanted to like get nailed. So she. Yeah. Who wants their friends along? It didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, we're going to get into the directors and the writers of this movie. <laughs> but my God, these people are they're Italian. <laughs> they're Italian and uh, nothing against the Italians, nothing against the Italians, but uh, they did believe that they understood us Americans better than an actual teen American actors that are telling them, hey, maybe uh, maybe American kids don't do this. But yeah. What else do you have? What what what? Yeah. I mean, yeah. One of my favorite things is like so the the boyfriend gets invited to go to the nilbog yeah with the girl like yep. this is his chance to like get in with her and he doesn't show up yeah the next morning because him and his two buddies took an rv like to a like like they're on like the side of the highway yeah well okay see that, okay okay they did they didn't show up so that they could be further along on the highway so that they could wave to them Right. Wave to the and 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 the real question is is how did she see them and how did they see her because she like flicks them off when she sees them She's waving. She's so far away. She's so far away there's no and he can't see her reaction cuz the windows are tinted. Yep. yep. My god, what is with this movie? It's 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 astounding. How about the fact that the the grandpa before the family is going to eat the food that's supposed to start turning oh them into. Oh my God. He freezes time for the one and only time in the yes. film. Yes. 
Would have been really useful later. Yeah, at any point in the movie. <laughs> and how does the, he says, you have 30 seconds to save them, Billy, or whatever the oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. So they show up and all the like neighbors are like really nice. They're like trying to offer them like food because apparently yeah. if you eat the food, that's what makes you the vegetable. Yes. Paste. Yes. Goo. Um, yeah. So basically they get to this house they're renting. Yes. They're doing like a Can house Can we talk about that thing. scene real quick? What? The getting the, to the, the house? Get, no, when they arrive and he's and like, fam- you guys will really enjoy our house. And it has all the modern amenities. Yeah. A dishwasher, a refrigerator. He's just, this family is, they're like zombies. They're just zombies. They're just basically just like leaving as this guy is just kind of like, arms out just flailing about you guys will really love it so alex is talking about the family moving in yes yeah they're moving into nilbog for the summer and the other family is leaving to stay at their house right so they left the other family left like a smorgasbord like a big feast yes of this green pasty everything is like weird looking The, the green icing bill on this movie must have been through the roof so the time freeze nah. let's get back to that so they freeze time or the grandpa freezes time to warn the boy that don't, they let, them don't eat, let them eat the yep, food yep does the boy like take the food, food and like throw it in the garbage or no. no no he literally walks around the table and like looks at every like he looks at all of them like i don't know what to do I don't know. And, and, you're and they're there. all slightly moving because yes. they're having oh, trouble God. staying still. It's so, it's so this good. isn't a special effect. This no. is like they actually told the actors like, okay, this movie had, stay still. This movie had like no budget. Like no, but it's crazy when you find out this movie costs like a hundred thousand, like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, what did they spend to, it on? Yeah, um, but yeah, what does he do, Jackson? What does he do? He gets, he proceeds to. He can't think of it. There's, it, I feel like a minute and a half's gone by in this thirty seconds. By oh, the by way, the way it feels you need like to, forever. You need to remember the line that he says before he does it. Oh shit! I don't. I have to do it. Oh, yeah. I okay. have to do it. Yeah. So he says that. And then he climbs up on the table and pisses all over the food. <laughs> let's just let's just rewind that and summarize. Ghost grandpa freezes time so that the grandson can piss on green paste food that his family was going to eat. So that if his fa- so his family won't eat it and turn into green vegetable paste creature things yes. themselves. Yes. How about that scene after? I mean, this is just a movie oh, that, that you could just that, like go That's th- the scene that the actor is the most proud of. Yes. Yes. You see these signs? You know what that means? hospitality and you can't piss on hospitality yeah he goes uh he goes he grabs the kid the father the father after he pissed on the food because <laughs> <laughs> he's pissed off and he starts taking him up and there's a sign on each door with like the family's different names yeah yeah and he's trying to say like look they were so hospitable yeah they left us this meal they left us this whatever yeah and yeah he walks up looks at one door you see those signs walks a few steps looks at the other door you know what that means walks a few steps hospitality and then he proceeds <laughs> to bust open the door throw the kid mm-hmm. on the fucking bed kid says what are you gonna do to me daddy what are you do- what are you doing daddy yes and then uh he is like tightening his belt 
He's yeah. like, because the kids ask him what he's doing. I'm going to read this. Oh, this is fantastic. Tightening my belt one loop so that I don't feel hunger pains. And your sister and mother will have to do likewise. Okay, Joshua? You want to get rough with me? You want to show me that you don't like the choice of this house for our vacation by going on a hunger strike? Well, I'll accept the challenge. <laughs> but remember when I was your age, I really did suffer from hunger. We'll see who gets through this. But just remember, I've got more practice than you. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Tightening my belt one loop so I don't get hunger pains. He's not taking his belt off to beat the kid with it. No, no. He's tightening his belt. It's a re- it's a role reversal. It's uh, subverting expectations, yes. Jackson. Yeah. That, ge- that director and writer, genius. Geniuses. Well, now we know where, uh, what's his name, got the all the subverting expectations knowledge from. Who? Where he got those ideas? Ryan Jordan? Johnson. Ryan Johnson. This is probably his favorite movie. Yeah, template. That's almost as good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, that scene where the grandpa's describing the story and it's all, you know, Princess Bride. Yes, the beginning. Th- that, yeah, the is, setup. that is something else when like, like they have like a princess that shows up in it and she's got like painted on freckles. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, it's just. And they've got like the the music, like the hypnotic, scary music. with. Yeah. The, and and the, can we talk about the goblins? I love the goblins. They don't look uniform like they don't look alike like some yep. of them have different styles where like you can't see their eyes at all because yes. the mass is so big yeah some of them have like these big plastic bulging eyes sticking yeah out. that one's my favorite yeah one. that one's great the, yeah here here's a picture of one of, yeah that's yeah. that's the one that everybody will remember once they see it and uh and uh, oddly kind of looks a little bit like the mother in this movie it um, the mother my god Billy, sing that song you like so much. Row, 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 you row. Like, she looks, and this is this is where we this watched. This is sad. This, this is, is where, sad. Yeah, this is where we actually, we watched the, the making of this movie. Yes. What, what's it called? Uh, it's called Best Worst Movie. Yes. And you actually sort of find out, you find out the history behind the actors in it and the directors and all that stuff. And you find out that the mom is basically just, <laughs> she's actually, laugh. she's kind of a She's just kind of a crazy person. Kind of. She's she's just crazy. She's probably in her 60s yeah. at the time the documentary is made. She's still waiting for that big break. But she, she has won't two leave acting credits. She has two acting credits, both from 1990. And she's waiting. <laughs> and she thinks that this movie is fantastic. She thinks it's just swell. Well, I mean. Oh, my God. And the mom. <sighs> She lives with her mom, her like oh yeah, she eighty nine year old mother. Well, she won't leave the house. She's yeah. like scared of. She has a sign in her front yard yes. saying like like people intruders will be prosecuted. Or yes, yeah. It's she's she's nuts, and and that's sort of where like we're shitting on this movie. And this is this movie is true, honest to god, garbage. Just. Oh, it's it's bad as it gets, really. Yeah, and it's as fun to watch as it gets, though. But you feel bad after watching that movie because you're like that woman's nuts and they literally cast there's a shopkeeper in this movie who's literally was a mental yes patient he was let out and he got the gig had no idea what was going on yes probably the best performance in the movie oh definitely (laughs) because he was the only person that was cast perfectly right yes um but yeah he looks creepy you feel you just feel bad for these people because it's like 
they they did. They hired mentally like mentally disabled like crazy people. Well, and the people that weren't crazy like were duped into yes. thinking like they this was like a real role and then yeah. like in that documentary they kind of talk about how like when it was released yes and they saw it and it, just all like their the hopes disgust. were dashed <laughs> yeah dashed except for the mom who thought it was great oh my god um yeah the the father is actually a dentist in real yes. life and um, he's really excited about the cult following yes. that this movie has gotten. Well, until he goes to a bunch of horror conventions and finds out that nobody's ever seen his movie, oh. then he starts getting real judgmental and real sour. He gets a little butthurt about it. He turned for me during that documentary. I liked him at first. Yes. As it went, I was just like, this guy's kind of a prick. I like, mean, he's I, a weirdo prick. Everyone in his small town probably thinks he's great. He's probably a nice enough guy. He seems nice, but the problem is, is the second that it wasn't feeding his ego, he yes. got all hurt. You're right. He got, he got all hurt and he started getting judgmental. Like he's, I mean, the fact that he's like, you see all the gingivitis around here? What? Wait, wait, what? Yeah, it's everywhere. He says that about the convention yeah. people. And you're like, dude, really? Like, I get it. Like, it's embarrassing. You're at a convention and nobody's coming to your booth. I get it. And also, he's just the worst because he's, he's like, <laughs> he's a little socially awkward because he doesn't seem to get that, like, nobody wants to hear him describe his shitty fucking movie. The scene, the one we discussed. The one, yes. He doesn't. Yeah. And I tighten my belt, you know, and I tell him, yeah, hunger pains. It, Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> you have to see it. You can't. Oh, man. you That black woman that he puts like he puts the like the, yep. the VR on her while he's doing like working on her teeth. You show her the movie. You imagine that. That's not a movie you show somebody while you're working on their teeth. You're going to drill into their gums. They're going to laugh. It is insane. Yeah. That that like the, the whole the whole story of this movie, the director. Oh, fuck him, man. Uh. Let me make sure I have his name right. He's no Tommy Wiseau. That's for fucking sure. No, no, he is not. Um, and he really, yeah, doesn't deserve to be. No, he's he's kind of a garbage person. He he calls his actors American dogs, <laughs> like, like numerous times. He tells them that like they don't remember things right when it's like clearly like this is a sane person and you're insane. Claudio Fragasso. Yeah. What's funny about this guy too is like. You'd think you would just kind of like Tommy that yeah. you would just embrace. Yes. Like he's go he still goes to these things like he has to know. Yeah. Everyone's yep. selling they're selling out these screenings because his movie is a disaster. Yeah. But yep. he doesn't like accept that. He, he he shows up he's like, "Look all these people signing up for Troll 2. They they line up. What do you think of movie?" Oh, we think it's amazing. Oh, you say it's amazing. <laughs> and finally find find this uh, audience. Then he shows up to the fucking Q&A at the end of the movie for one of the screenings. Some dude asks the most legitimate question ever. Why is the movie called Troll 2 if there are no trolls in said movie? First, he doesn't understand the question. But then, upon hearing it a second time, he says, Ah, you don't, you don't understand anything. He asked the most logical question. Right. Like, probably question number one of many, many questions for this movie. And the answer, folks, is that it wasn't going to be Troll 2, but when they saw the movie, they went, <laughs> we can't market this as its own thing. We have to hope that there's enough Troll fans yes. that Troll 2 will sell it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, it's Everyone should see it. 
it's it's, it's astoundingly got, bad. If you have never seen this movie, there's probably a clip that you have seen from it, which is there's a character in it, one of the best friends, he gets kidnapped and uh, he gets taken to the witch's house, who's like the ringleader of all the goblins. What a weird character that yeah. was. And OK, I'll, I'll get into her. We'll get into her in a little bit. But he has the great line of they're eating her and then they're going to eat me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's one of they the do greatest. like a great close up. On yes, him. it's one of the greatest things in the movie. Uh, it's so fucking good. You know what else is great? Yeah. Is the popcorn orgasm oh scene. Oh my god, what was that? What <laughs> was that? She like shows up and she's like, like first person, like, okay, she's all like young now. He sees her in the TV. Yes. Like, and as any sane person, when she says on the TV, I'm right outside, big boy. And then she's on the TV <laughs> and she's outside the RV. He's like, yep, nothing weird about that. And then they like start making out with a piece of corn, which she like is like putting in her garter, and she's like, mm, you know, playing. They don't with even it. make out. They basically the corn. Imagine this: you're <laughs> eating off of a corn in the cob, and another person is eating off the other side of the corn in the cob. Sounds a little awkward, right? Yeah. So that's happening. But as that's happening, the popcorn is going like popcorn is being popping f- out of the corn it's also being thrown it's at being them. thrown at well that's what's from, actually from, happening from, from off camera yeah but popcorn is being thrown at them movie magic <laughs> movie yeah, magic not, yes don't don't move the curtain don't <laughs> don't look behind the curtain what's happening is the corn in the cob is popping popcorn out of it i think there's a line I think there's like a line about popcorn right there, too. But you're just watching it. It's so detached from everything else that's happening. What are some other scenes in this, though? So there's that. There's the uh, the milk feeding scene or the the, where like the kid shows up and they catch him in the rafters and and they like strap him down. Yeah. And then the dad is one of the stupidest individuals ever. His son is being held hostage by groups of people, literally arms spread out, held by numerous people as somebody else is trying to feed his son something. And these are like Texas Chainsaw Massacre characters. They're like that type of like white trash hillbilly. Also, could they have found a worse person to play the fucking priest in this neighborhood oh he looks God. like a reject from like you know like a like a fucking music video why do they all have clovers yeah that was great Marks. that's enough. the like, movie just like, you like, can't it's not stop called, finding shit it's, it's not, not called, a leprechaun yeah movie. what the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> and i i hated the fact that like they have clovers they all have clovers and i'm like Oh, is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, no. It doesn't uh, look like a clover. No wonder the dad was like, uh, son. Uh, Son, we shouldn't make fun of the deformed. Yes. Oh, God. And then there's the scene where, uh, the big scene where they're all over. Like, they come over to the house, like, to do the dinner, and the grandpa shows up. There's, like, a a fucking um, fire extinguisher thing happening. Like, it is. Grandpa shows up in the mirror. Yes. Oh, God. When she's dancing in front of the mirror and then she starts reciting like her lines that she's going to say to her boyfriend. You have it's either me or your boys. Yeah. What's the choice, Johnny? And I don't even know. I don't know anybody's name in this. There's no reason to learn their names. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we could just go on and on and on and on and on about this movie. 
I, the thing that I realized, though, is that this does not have the charm of the room. And the reason is, is that there's no Tommy Wiseau who is somebody who's embraced the silliness, embraced like what's happened and who actually seems like a decent person. Well, there's no actor that's quite as outstanding as Tommy Wiseau that's true. in the room. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Outstanding so, in the worst way. Yeah. I mean, Tommy is just, there's something about him. There really is just something about he's him. He's so, like, he's unbelievable. bad. He's bad, but he's like magnetically bad. It's, it's, it's truly impressive. No, this movie is just astounding because it doesn't make any sense how anyone came up with this. Yeah. And then you come to find out that the writer <laughs> was sick of vegetarians, like being all hoity toity and up yeah. their own ass. So she's like, so fuck it. Fuck, we'll fuck make the, yeah. the trolls are vegetarians. The, veg- wait, the goblins. The goblins. Yeah. The, the evil people are the vegetarians. Yeah. yeah. And and they win. They defeat them by eating meat. They eat giant salami, which is where. Oh, oh wait. That came from the magic backpack that would have what yeah, he needed. Yeah, there was like a bologna sandwich thing. There was like a. It's. It's crazy. Yeah. What? What? And then there's like a magic stone in it, which like is where the goblins get their powers or something. The woman, the witch lady, is like I'm. I'm not entirely sure what she's up to because she's like down in this lair. Yeah. And at some point she is a goblin, but then she gets turned back into the lady, they, and and she ends up going through like a portal to like yeah. this basement somewhere. Yeah. Oh, love this. Love this. What about they're the like, plant guy? They're like, go to the house. Go to the house. That's not a house. That's a church. Yeah, that's right. And that's where the plant guy, there's a character that ends up being turned into a plant. The oh my God guy turns into a plant. And apparently, little did we know watching it that the director made him stand there for like 12 hours 12 hour days. And uh, he couldn't move because the prosthetics around him because he looks like he's turning into a plant. And then he just decided because he was tired of hearing him complain, he put shit over the dude's mouth so he didn't have to hear him. He put prosthetics over his mouth. Dude is a garbage director. He's a lunatic. Yeah. Oh, and then there's a scene where that plant guy gets dragged out of the house by his friend. Yes. Like, like it, the pot, he has to bend down and like drag the pot out. Like, what good is this going to do? He's yeah. a fucking plant. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you have an antidote. It's, it's right. over. It's garbage. Just garbage movie. Still don't think I, I, I don't think it's as enjoyable as the room. And um, I'm not sure if it's as bad. I don't think it's as bad. I don't. But that's astounding. That's astounding. Yes. Because it's bad on ev- everything about it is bad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Every scene is bad. Every performance is terrible. There were a couple ev- shots where I was like, oh, you tried to do an interesting. Now, you're not doing a good job of this interesting shot, but you tried to do a, an interesting shot. Yeah. Well, this guy, this guy like has some sort of background. In. Yes. He's not like di- Tommy who just I have directed 25 films. Yes. 25 good films. Now, rumor has it that they want to make another one with the same director. I can't imagine anybody from that cast would want to do that. I bet they all would. Okay, well, you know, Mr. Dentist, Mr. Dentist certainly is there. That was the last line of the uh, making of the movie. Would you be there for Trolls? Absolutely, absolutely. 
He's a dude. I feel I actually feel bad for him because he was a he was somebody who wanted to do acting and his dad basically was like, no, it's not practical. Right. You should go and do dentistry. And it's like, who knows if that dude could ever have been. He has some charisma as he, a person. Like, yes. And I'm like, if he had found a way to translate that into acting, he could have actually had a decent career. It might have been in a, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Maybe been his body double. I don't know. I don't know. He's a big dude. <laughs> he is kind of a big dude. He looks like coach. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, He's it was so, terrible. Yeah. But that's troll, too. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs to watch that one, by the uh, way. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a must-watch. Uh, put it on, like, a triple movie marathon with The Room and Halloween 3. It'll be a great night. Yeah, well, and no, and Halloween 3 is the best of those three. Uh, probably. By far. Probably from execution standpoint, probably, yeah. Sadly, which is. It's certainly the best, well, most well-made of the three. Probably, yeah, yeah, it is. It's probably the most sensical uh, of the three. <laughs> I don't know. That plan makes no sense. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But they, it's funny that they both have Stonehenge in it. The stone. It's true. The stone. For, I also love that too. He's like, it's the stone. The Stonehenge. The magical stone of Stonehenge. And I'm like, there's too many stones in your in your phrase in your here. Comment. Yeah, but at least nobody walked up and said, "We'll take her." To the warehouse. <laughs> She'll get the best care. Oh, love He's it. just the best. Yep. Uh, anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, follow us uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Go to our website. Subscribe. Subscribe to our show everywhere you can. Uh, make sure you check out our YouTube channel as well. Yep. So. And uh, yeah, we'll also, if you send us some mail through our P.O. box, which is not listed, but you can find it anywhere. Or you can just email me. Or you can P.O. box. We'll, we'll P.O. box you back a uh, 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 green uh, 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 tasty treat. Oh, in, in honor of Troll 2? Yeah. If you can find our P.O. box, <laughs> we will be sending that there out to you. There you go. Perfect. Bye-bye.